When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, welcome back to Realistic Sustainability Educational Shorts. Today, we're just going to talk about social sustainability. I know, I go back to topics like this every once in a while, and there's a reason, because it's important. Social sustainability is that process of creating a sustainable and successful place to promote well-being. It doesn't matter if you're talking about work or home. It is that environment that is helping a person thrive. Without that, society tends to break down. And we see that in history and time and time again. Plus, it's one of the three main pillars of sustainability. You see that with the triple bottom line. Yeah, it's that thing I showed way back in season one. Maybe one of these days we'll do a rerun on that. It is the three pillars. Social, which is what we're talking about today. Environmental, which is what everybody talks about 99% of the time. And economically, which people tend to want to skip but it's still very important in the whole scope of things. Now, when you hear me talk about social sustainability, you tend to hear me talk about it as a design. All the time, when we're talking about city design or anything else, I talk about citizen-centric or people-centric designs. That is with keeping everyone in mind when you're doing something. Just recently, when I was at the MDA conference, I talked about that overlay over top of complete streets, taking that going one step further and looking at every square foot like it matters to the citizen. That is a citizen-centric design and is designed for social sustainability. We want everybody to enjoy their space, to have that space designed purely for them. Doesn't mean that you or this group are special, It just means we are all special. We are all the people who live here, and we should enjoy it. One of the reasons why we see social sustainability falling apart through our communities, or a lot of times it's shown on different cable shows or this or that, and they go, oh, it's that group of people or this group of people, if it wasn't for those youngsters. Well, because we're not making things fulfilling. Your community isn't always fulfilling. It's people fighting over parking spots or something they did or did not get. Sometimes at home, it's not fulfilling. We're too worried about the things we stuff in the home other than our life within the home. And worse yet, work. Work seems to have slidden the furthest. Not always is work fulfilling. Most of the time, it's based on greed. Greed is in direct opposition of social sustainability. There's two aspects, not just the greed, but that also that social peer pressure that we feel, that shaming, if you will, really are driving people's experiences down. I experienced it here with the Edible Landscape Project. Remember, I reported early, we couldn't get people to pick vegetables. We would catch people at night picking, not during the day. That was because others made them feel ashamed. Some of them didn't even necessarily have to have the free vegetables. They just wanted them because they were fresh and they were delicious, but they didn't want people to see because then they'd be called poor. These are those these social shaming aspects that make people move away from help, move away from the things they need because society wants to continue to put that pressure on. Then that's not money they have to spend on the community. They can do something somewhere else. Same thing with greed and jobs. 
profits and margin are out of control, even during the pandemic and currently a war. Profits from these large companies are greater than they've ever been in the history of our businesses. And it's happening on the backs of the people who are paying that cost. People are being hurt so that corporations can make more. They thrive on the social struggle the rest of us endure. That social pressure, that social pressure is to keep us from asking for something, asking for help. They tell you to work harder or fear being seen as poor. Maybe you'll just be seen as less than a person or weak. That's unacceptable. The answer to success is not always just work harder. There are many people in our society that, can, that work 10 times harder than those people who found success. And I think most people, most of us know that. They tend to spend a lot of time pitting generations against each other or class structures against each other. You're only at this class level because those people below you keep dragging you down. These comments, these negatives, these are horrible. These rip at the, at the seams of social structure and eliminates social sustainability within these communities. The root cause, well, some of it or most of it comes from the concept of infinite growth. Yeah, businesses. They push these concepts because they have to make more which is easy when you're a small company. But as you get bigger and bigger and bigger, you only get to make more money by finding more customers, cutting costs, or innovating into new industries. That's it. Once you hit the ceiling, you still have to make more. Infinite growth is the reason why many corporations fall apart after being giants, the Kmarts and Sears of the world. They just can't grow anymore. And once they hit that point, they start creating actions that pick away at that social structure and that social sustainability, which over time gives everybody a bad taste in their mouth about that company. And it follows a cycle down. Even if you wanted to run a company that was honorable and had integrity and did the right things, you will never succeed at a, as a top tier business without infinite growth. It, I think a lot of companies start with the concept of doing good. And once they hit that shareholder ceiling, they have to keep finding ways. Because remember, if you made a billion dollars last year, and then you make a billion dollars this year, but you told everybody it was going to be 1.2 billion, their paperwork says you lost 0.2 billion. You didn't. You literally made $1 billion, but it doesn't matter. You didn't meet your expectations. They see it as a loss. That is impossible to maintain long term. And that is where our work and these places end up in a structure that tears apart social sustainability. Today, people are self-conscious. They, they need help in many ways, but can't ask for it, which creates this frustration or anger. And it probably leads back, if you take a look at some of the decisions that people have made over the last 10, 15 years, it would probably explain a lot. I have made some pretty interesting decisions over the last 10 or 15 years. And a lot of that, I can tell you, was from that frustration, that trapped feeling. If we move to a more social structure, even these little things like the Edible Landscape Project, or someone's going to put out a free water project, or just anything that is designed to help people. If everything did that, we wouldn't have that frustration. Everybody's needs would be met. That social structure would be strong. That community structure would be strong. It wouldn't matter if someone says, hey, you're supposed to hate old people, or hey, you're supposed to go darn those kids. It doesn't matter. We're friends. We get along. We do things together. And people can't manipulate that quite as easily. So when you have that opportunity, help someone. 
especially someone who might see you as an opponent. We are one big community. Are we all together as human? I would say we take that one step further. We are Earth. We are one Earth. All living organisms on this planet all count, not just us. It's, it's not a ladder and who's on top and who's on bottom. That breeds that competition that leads to greed. We are one ecosystem. And if we function like that, if we build our cities with, an, with the environment in mind, if we quit pushing everything away saying ours, including parts of us and our society, things will get better. We'll have less fights. There will be less arguments. When needs are met, even in the most basic ways, people are happier and they do more. They become more productive. And I think sometimes that's where industry has lost its way. Forcing never gives you the best result. So we are one social community, and hopefully we can remember that. Treat everybody with love, respect, and honor, and you'll likely get most of it back. Thank you so much for listening. That's all I have for this week. If you would like to support Realistic Sustainability, share this with a friend or on social media. Other ways you can support Realistic Sustainability is by becoming a monthly sustainer. Thank you for those who already have. You can do that on our Anchor hosting site just by searching Realistic Sustainability or just go to greenyourlife.org, click on podcast. If you can't do that, totally fine. Leave us a five-star review. It doesn't matter if you're on Apple or any other site. Click a like, click a follow, leave a comment. All of those help. Follow the show. Anytime we get any of that stuff, it does help us quite a bit. Thank you again so much for listening. And remember, we only get together each week so we can get a little better. A little bit, little bit, big bit. Thanks again for listening, and I'll see you next week. Feeling overwhelmed by climate change? Looking for sustainable and ethical brands to support? that Ethic is perfect for you. Ethic is a simple browser extension that helps you find sustainable and ethical brands online. Learn more at ethic.org, E-T-H-Y-K.org.